And you see the momentum take off when you started on the first day and then by the fifth day, you've got kids going, miss, miss, can I get a little triangle? Because I know someone gave me a random act of kindness or I just caught someone doing something really kind. And they go and they fill it in and stick it on the Christmas tree that's building to become this giant Christmas tree of kindness that's been witnessed throughout the classroom. It's really a sweet activity to do. Welcome to Rainbow Skies for New Teachers, where we're all about bite-sized tips and simple strategies for bright and busy new teachers. If you're in your first few years of your career and want to make the rollercoaster ride of teaching more fun, streamlined and stress-free, you're in the right place. We're Ashley and Alicia, the dynamic duo from Rainbow Sky Creations, and we're excited to be your teacher mentors on the go. There are rainbows ahead, my friend. And together, we're unstoppable. Let's get into today's episode. Here at Rainbow Sky Creations, we acknowledge the Daro people and the Wujak Noongar people, the traditional custodians of the lands on which we record this podcast today, where we live, work and learn. We pay our respects to their past, present and emerging elders of this nation and supports the cultural, spiritual and educational practices of First Nations people. Welcome to episode eight, seven ways to encourage kindness in the classroom during Christmas. Oh, Christmas time is hectic. And the last thing we want is kids not being kind to one another and things just getting a bit nasty. So we've got some strategies for you today to make everything run a little bit more smoothly. And Ash, I'm sure you're filled with Christmas traditions. I love myself a good Christmas tradition at home and at school. I'm a Christmas lover. My birthday's around Christmas time. Just feel like it's always just such a happy, exciting time. I love putting up the decorations, much to my husband's disgust because he says I do it far too early, but I do hold off till the 1st of December. Well done you. And I like to put decorations up in the classroom too, but of recent years, with all of the Christmas sorts of things that we do in the classroom, I've really been giving more of a spotlight on kindness. I think that's a good spotlight to have. I think kids these days, gosh, I sound really old saying that, don't I? (laughs) I sound like a boomer saying kids these days, but you know what? We were probably the same as kids too. It's always about wanting. I want this. What am I getting at Christmas? And kindness is about giving, but giving in a different way, something that doesn't require any money. Kind of like the art of giving a compliment, which we will talk about later, but it's about giving without expecting A, anything in return and B, going out and spending a lot of money. And the best gifts often don't require a cost. Yes. I'm sure a child psychologist would be able to tell us that is a very egocentric phase kids are in, that it's all them focused. But I definitely know, and we definitely know that the skill of empathy and compassion and kindness can be taught. And the best way to do that is by modeling. So if you can bring that into your classroom, it is win-win for everyone. It sure is. Now, a little disclaimer before we get into the guts of today's episode. If you are a teacher or a school that does not celebrate Christmas, it doesn't mean that this episode is something that you should skip. It doesn't need to be kindness at Christmas. You can just take these ideas and just create kindness lessons for your students. Absolutely. It can be applied in any classroom with some slight modifications. Now, speaking of kindness, it can often be in the way of showing support. And we have received so much kindness since launching this pod. And we are so 
grateful. Thank you to everyone that has gone to leave a review or sent us a message on socials or shared our podcast. It means so much. Absolutely. And leave us a review if you haven't, because we'd love to hear your thoughts on how enjoyable or helpful these episodes are to you, because it keeps us motivated. It sure does. And we want to get the podcast out to as many teachers as possible, because we're in the game of helping teachers. That's right. And we've got to keep teachers in the game because they're leaving in droves. So we don't want you to be one of them. No, no, we do not. Let's dive into today's episode where we're going to talk about seven ways to promote kindness. So kindness is a wonderful way to give to others without it costing a cent. Yes, you can give kindness without it being any form of monetary value. And when we're in a world of materialism and consumerism, I know I personally want to do anything I can to reduce that. So we're going to give you some simple and effective ways to bring kindness into the classroom. And we're going to start with the first one, which is daily reminders. Tell us a bit about this one, Ash. So setting up daily reminders about kindness in your classroom could be something that you can use all year round. But particularly around the end of the year and Christmas, you could pin up a different note each day about how to be kind to others. You could have a little display on your class Christmas tree if you have that and pin up something on the Christmas tree each day about how to show kindness to others. You could brainstorm different ideas with your class and then put them all into a hat and pull one out and challenge your students to do that each day. We've even played around with Alicia and I when we've had our own classes creating new desk tags for our students with their name on them and a little message of kindness that they can have there. And it's something nice. It freshens up the classroom. We don't laminate them or anything like that because we know we're time poor towards this time of the year, but we print them out, cut them up and pop them on the desk. And it's nice for the students to come in, but also they can share their little messages of kindness with each other and hopefully be inspired to go out and do some of those acts of kindness. Yes, compliments can go a long way. And you'll find that if you're creating these daily reminders, you're going to have teachers who will start to come up to you and say, oh my gosh, so-and-so came up to me, gave me a big smile and they opened the door for me and they said, thank you. Or I saw them running over and helping another student. So you'll see it has a ripple effect. And that's what the beauty of kindness is all about. It just rolls onto a big giant ball of Love, joy, and happiness. (laughs) It's funny you say that because every time I have put a kindness campaign into my classroom, any time of the year, that's exactly what has happened. I've had teachers, even parents or other students notice it and come and say something, which is the amazing thing about kindness. And I think around the festive season, we see kindness out in the world a lot. People are giving towards each other. And this is just another way that we can create that within the little ecosystem of our school. Yes, because there are some really ugly things happening in the world at the moment. And anything that we can do to create that level of stability and comfort and safeness can be done through kindness. So we are huge advocates for it. And leading into the daily reminders, 
you can set it up by dedicating a specific lesson all about kindness, where you're talking about what does kindness look like? How can we show kindness to others? Absolutely. Last week, we spoke about some different ways that you can survive at the end of the year with your students. And we spoke about some different activities that you could do with your students to keep that classroom running and to keep them excited and engaged at school. And this is a really great one to add to your repertoire, a specific lesson about kindness, bringing the students' attention back to the real spirit of Christmas, away from consumerism, away from receiving gifts, and just about kindness. Now, this could be done in the form of a mini project, or it could be done in some of the other lessons that we're going to talk about today, like our kindness advent calendar. So many great ways to bring in kindness. So if you want to look at doing a kindness advent calendar, ideally introduce it 18 days before the end of the school year. So maybe at least in the last three weeks of the school year, you want to bring in this advent calendar and it's set up with Christmas baubles. You just print them out on card or on paper and you create an outline of a tree and you stick these baubles up and on them are different acts of kindness. So each day you're going to look at bauble number, you know, you're doing a countdown back from 18 to one or 15 to one and you look at what act of kindness is for that day. And the challenge is for everyone to give that a go, whether it's giving someone a smile, such an easy way of showing kindness, just gets it at the forefront of your students' minds that, oh my gosh, if I'm actually going up or just passing someone and giving them a smile. That's me showing kindness. Wow, that's really easy. So it makes it really achievable for students. It sure does. I've actually seen teachers use the resource that we have, our kindness advent calendar, that we will link in the show notes if you want to have a look at that. But I've seen them have the baubles turned backwards and then each day they turn one around to reveal it, kind of like a traditional advent calendar. But I've also seen teachers have all the baubles up and they dedicate a full lesson to the kindness advent calendar. And then each day, the challenge is that students need to go out and complete one of those acts of kindness. And then they come in and they write their little initials on that bauble to say like, that's the one that I did today. We also have a printout that they can record the different acts of kindness that they've done. And that can be a part of your daily routine if you want to do that as well. But it's a really fun way of bringing kids back to just showing kindness to other people. I feel like we've said the word kindness a lot in this episode. (laughs) I tried to search for another word then and I just couldn't find it. No, as long as you don't say, every time we say the word kindness, we have to do a burpee or squats or something. I'm okay with that. Okay, great. No, (laughs) I will definitely not make you do that. The next one is linked in nicely with the advent calendar and it's making kindness baubles. Now you've done amazing ones with your kids. Tell us about them. Yes. So I have bought baubles from Kmart. They're those acrylic ones and they usually, you know, break in half, but you can also buy other ones where you can slip little messages in the top. And I've done this as a gift for my students where I have written little compliments to them and slip them inside the bauble, or you could get the students to write to each other and slip them inside the bauble. Or you could even just brainstorm, as we spoke about at the beginning, different acts of kindness and pop them in the bauble and then pull one out each day. But if the students have their own individual bauble, they might even write on their little slips of paper the different acts of kindness that they've been doing over this time that you've had this kindness campaign and put it in their own bauble and then go and put it on the Christmas tree. And that's just a reminder of some of those kind things that they've done for other people during this period. 
And it just makes such a lovely keepsake because there are going to be some kids who pull that bauble out 20 years later and be like, I remember when I did this with Mrs. Smith and little Tommy said this about me and my teacher loved it when I did X, Y, Z. (laughs) Of course, I was actually making aesthetically pleasing ones for a reel on Instagram, not last year, but the year before because, you know, teacher life and things you've got to do for social media. And I made one for my niece, Grace, and I put in all these things that I was proud of and some of her talents. I gave it to her and she could not believe it. You should have seen her little face. She was about to burst and she still pulls it out every year. The power of kind words goes a long way and that takes root in little humans. And when they become big humans, they draw from that because they remember those words of kindness and like, you know, my teacher believed in me. I believe in me. I can do this. It goes so much further than the classroom when you're doing activities like this. Domino effect, butterfly it effect. Is. And it teaches them how to do it as well. So you're modeling to them to use kind words, to give compliments, to show that you appreciate someone. And as they grow and become adults themselves, then they have got a basis of how to act towards others, which is so important. I know we've got such a big role as teachers. We're teaching them academically, but we're teaching them all of this other stuff at the same time. Yes, I believe we call it the social and emotional aspects of being a human. (laughs) Yes, and there's a lot to it. And it works in so nicely with number five on how to promote kindness in the classroom is by creating a compliment wreath. Now, we have created a resource that you could download, which takes all the tediousness of it, giving you a template and a framework, or you can just go rogue and create one with your class and work together. But think of it, you get a paper plate, you cut out the middle and you're left with the wreath. And then you're going to put leaves, holly, that's it, holly, but it just isn't a plant that we have over here in Australia. It's more like a poncetia. So (laughs) you get some green leaves and you cut them out on green paper or different types of green paper. And the kids write compliments about a student. So you've got, for example, Ashley's wreath and on it, you put all these compliments for what you have noticed about that student and that person. And it could be something that they do or something that they've done or talents, talents, things that they're really good at, words that they've said to uplift you. It could be anything, any sort of compliment. And this really is great to have a full lesson about the art of giving a compliment and that it can be really such a great gift giving a compliment. And the art of receiving a compliment. And that can be really hard for people. And the clue here is to receive a compliment is by saying two words. Thank you. Yes. A hundred percent. It can be really tough to receive a compliment. And I think a lot of the times people go, oh my God, how do I apply to someone actually saying something nice about me? Your response shouldn't be there to negate it. It's to go, oh, wow, thank you so much. That means a lot. And that's just one great way to receive a compliment. Definitely. So I love with this activity to ask students to go and make sure that they give a compliment to particular students and then give them a little bit of free range to add to whoever else's wreath that they want to. And that way everyone is receiving some compliments to add to their wreath because you'll find that some students tend to get more than others. But also it's great to challenge students to go and give a compliment to somebody that they might not normally talk to, give a compliment to, but they've shared a classroom with this person for the entire year. Mm. And as a teacher, I love to 
give a compliment to each student. Mm. So I make sure that I do a little delivery and check in with that student and see how their wreath is coming along. Definitely. Okay, so number six is a kindness Kris Kringle. Now, we all know the traditional Kris Kringle where you exchange a small gift and the child chooses someone's name from a hat and then they give them little gifts in the lead up to perhaps a big gift at the end. But this is instead of treating a Kris Kringle with a traditional gifts, they focus on random acts of kindness for the Kris Kringle. And the students start to notice that someone's being extra kind to them. And if you've done a few of these other things that we've spoken about in this episode, in the lead up to this, your students will really have a great toolkit of different ways that they can show kindness to their Kris Kringle. Yes. And you see the momentum take off when you started on the first day and then by the fifth day, you've got kids going, miss, miss, can I get a little triangle? Because I know someone gave me a random act of kindness or I just caught someone doing something really kind and they go and they fill it in and stick it on the Christmas tree that's building to become this giant Christmas tree of kindness that's been witnessed throughout the classroom. It's really a sweet activity to do. And to see the excitement within each of the students as the Christmas tree grows, that amazement of like, wow, we are a really kind class. (laughs) So the idea is that every time they feel an act of kindness towards them, they fill out a little template saying what the act of kindness was and their little triangle. So they actually piece together to make it into a Christmas tree. We have this as a freebie. So we'll link that in the show notes if you want to go and check that out and create a kindness Kris Kringle with your class. Okay, the last one is actually my son's favorite and it is so sweet. So these are called kindness campaign flyers. And the reason my son loves it is because he sometimes helps me with our Instagram reels. He's a really good little boy and a fabulous Rainbow Sky assistant. Anyway, last Christmas, we were creating these kindness campaign flyers. They've got a message of kindness at the top, and then they've got little tearaway slips at the bottom with messages of kindness on them. We were at my daughter's ballet class, and she does ballet at a local high school. And we were just filming this reel, like what it would be like at school if you pin them up and then you teared off one of the kindness messages. And he said, mum, what do you think would happen if we left this kindness campaign flyer here for the big kids? What do you think would happen? And I said, look, Nate, I don't know, but let's do it. And we've now done it three times. We did a kindness one and then we've got these flyers um, for all year round as well. And they are free. So we will link those in the show notes. So the other two times we've left it at the high school as well. And he gets the biggest kick out of it. He always says, I wonder which kindness message will go first. Oh, I'm under the understanding that they're empty by the end of it, right? Yes, they are. They're always empty by the end of it. So it's exciting to go back the following week, which is great. So all you need to do is print out these flyers. We have ones with pre-recorded kindness ideas, but as well, we've got blank templates. So students can create their own kindness flyer. So you could have a Christmas themed or not, and you go and leave them around your school. But as you know, also with Ash's story there, you could go and leave them at your local community or local IGA store, Mm. supermarket, wherever you feel is going to be a way to share kindness and just let people know that they're seen and we appreciate them. For sure. We've had them at our local bakery 
they followed us on Instagram and really wanted to copy and they popped them up there. I've actually seen them all around. I've had teachers message me saying they wanted to put them up in their local community during COVID. I've had other high school teachers message us on Instagram wanting a copy. So they're great fun and they're a great way to build community. And with your class, it's also quite nice if you're creating them or if they're helping you put them up around the school to do it as like a little secret squirrel. So everyone doesn't know that it's your class that's doing it and that's promoting this kindness. And then the students can just sit back and watch that kindness spread. And it's really nice. I think it's contagious, right? Sure. Kindness is 100% contagious. So there you have it. Our seven ways to promote kindness in the classroom. Do you want to tell us what they are again, Ash? Yes. We've got daily reminders, dedicating a specific lesson, creating kindness advent calendars, making kindness baubles for your class, creating a kindness compliment wreath, making up a kindness Kris Kringle instead of a traditional Kris Kringle. We will link that freebie in the show notes. And then, of course, the kindness flyers to create a kindness campaign around your school. We will make sure that any of the resources that we have spoken about today will be linked in the show notes. You just need to scroll down underneath this podcast to find them and you'll be able to click them and go straight to the source. That's the way you want it. Now, if you are a new teacher, we've got just the thing for you. We have a free ebook called Yay, I'm a Teacher. Now, what do I do? So we know many teachers uh, graduating. Congratulations. Well done. What an accomplishment. And we've got an ebook to help you when you start the new academic year. So if you're looking for simple templates, say a lesson plan for your first day on what lessons to do and ways to get to know your students, we've got you covered. So make sure you go and download that also linked in the show notes. And we've got something else that you might like. We also have got a cheats guide to Christmas in the classroom. So if you're looking for some ways to create Christmas lessons that are easy, simplistic, but your students are going to love, we put all of our best ideas into this little freebie. We will link that in the show notes too. You can just download it and then pick and choose what suits you best. Okay. Until next time, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we have got a cracker of an episode. We are talking about things you should do, things that you could do, and things that we think don't bother doing when getting ready for your class next year. We know new teachers, you want to get ready, you want to get prepared. And that is what we're going to be talking about. Really exciting times ahead. We've also got some exciting events coming up in January, but we can't share those with you just yet. So you'll have to stick around to make sure that you hear all about them when the time comes. Now, if you haven't rated, reviewed and followed our podcast, please do that so we get out to the masses and... Thank you so much for listening. There are rainbows ahead, my friend. And together, we're unstoppable.